Inside the scarred up heart Inside a raging storm The word is angered Cause Satan has declared a war I'll fight this battle, Lord Because you're worth fighting for I pledge my undying love to you Hello everyone, this is Chaplain Gary Rayburn of Rig Ministries and welcome to February 2016 CD from Rig Ministry. And I know you're going to enjoy this month's testimony. It's Sherman Taylor. He recently dropped by the upper room service and shared a testimony with us that I know you're going to enjoy. When Sherman comes by, he always brings his guitar and he sung us some songs that he's written. And I know you're going to enjoy these songs of Sherman's. And you can get a copy of Sherman Taylor's latest CD. Give him a call, 618 694-4855 Order his latest CD or book him for your church or your Christian event. Sherman travels all over southern Illinois, Kentucky and Indiana and he'd be glad to come to your church. Now sit back, listen and enjoy this powerful, powerful testimony and then you do us a favor and you pass it on and share it with somebody that you love. You're worth fighting for It was by your stripes that I was healed For this mighty army you will build I'll fight this battle, Lord, cause you're worth fighting for I pledge my undying love to you You died for me Here's that upper room service we had with Sherman Taylor. Well, praise the Lord. I'm at Riggs Ministry right now at the uh, 
in the prayer room. And uh, first of all, I want to thank God for this day. I want to thank God that I woke up this morning. And I'd like to open with a word of prayer right now. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, for everything that you've done for us. Lord, we just thank you for your grace. We thank you for your love. We thank you, Lord, that you watch over us and that you help us to do things, Lord, that we're not even aware of. We thank you, Lord, that you help us to keep our mind upon you. And we pray, God, that you just bless Rig Ministry right now in Jesus' name, Lord. It's such an outreach. I just uh, ask you, Lord, to put a double portion of blessing upon it in the name of Jesus. Right now, Lord, we just ask for souls to be saved. Lord, we just ask for rededications. We ask, Lord, that there's healing in this ministry. We thank you, Jesus, for everything that you've done for. Lord, we know it's from you. And, Lord, we just ask you to anoint each CD that goes out of here, Lord, that the Holy Spirit will uh, saturate that CD, and, God, that you'll use that as a, uh, as a instrument, Lord, to touch people's lives. We thank you for it, Lord. I thank you for my life. I thank you for turning me around. I thank you, Lord, for your grace that you've, put up, put, that you've given me and my family. We just thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to do a song that I wrote. It kind of uh, shares my testimony. And uh, then I'm going to read a couple of scriptures for you. And uh, This is a song that uh, I was talking to uh, the Lord about. And I said I'd like to share this with people. And at that time I'd had a jail ministry. And uh, when I got done talking to the Lord about it, he said, uh, that's a song. So you play your guitar and you say them words and they'll listen. And it goes like this. I was looking at the world and not Calvary. And oh, what a mess. My life was in It was bar rooms And jail houses That haunted me And lonely days And lonely nights So cold within But now I'm free From the fears of tomorrow Yes, I'm free from the guilt of my past Yes, I'm free from wandering of salvation Yes, I'm free Thank God I'm free I'm free at last And then one night While I was in Desperation A voice Came to me And softly said Son you're lost and oh, I want to save you 
open up your heart and let me in and now I'm free from the guilt of tomorrow yes I'm free from the guilt of my past yes I'm of salvation Yes, I'm free Thank God I'm free I'm free at last Yes, I'm free Thank God I'm free I'm free at last Amen, I'm free at last and uh, I'm going to sing another for you in a minute, but I'd like to uh, share something with uh, those that's listening. Is uh, the being a part of Rig Ministry, and I was just talking to Bob a little earlier that this ministry, Rig Ministry, when I gave my testimony of Vietnam and how God had saved me. If you haven't heard that testimony, if you can get it and give it to another veteran, it'll be a blessing to you. It'll be a blessing to him. But I want to share something, what Rig Ministry has done and has been a part of it. And I thank God for this. I have personally been able to lead 26 people to the Lord on the telephone. And two of them uh, led their wives to the Lord. So that's 28 people that would have never gotten saved if it hadn't have been for rig ministry. I thank God for my little part of the CD. And recently... I let a guy to the Lord that called me and was talking to me that his name's Alan Jones and talking to me that he's just sick of life. And he said, there's just, I don't see no way out of nothing I'm doing. And we got to talking and I asked him, I said, did you know Jesus? He said, I did when I was little. And we got to talking and got to praying. And I said, are you saved? And he said, I think. And I said, brother, you can't think. you got to know. And he said, well, I believe I am. I said, you don't sound sure. I said that if you're saved, you know it. Amen? Amen. I am saved. It's not if. It's not I think. I'm saved. I can't be shaken. I can't be moved, and I can't back up. I'm saved. Amen. I'm a combat soldier, and when when I went into combat, I went in boldly. I had a plan. I knew it was going to be executed. The men under me knew that that's what I expected out of them, and we did it. And I've learned... <clears throat> 
that there is so much in common between combat veteran and being a Christian that I didn't understand before. God expects you to fight the battle you're in. If you've been told being a Christian is a, a walk through the gardens, somebody has lied to you. It's a battle. We're in a battle. And some Christians don't realize that you have to fight. The atmosphere is full of devil and his demons trying to take us down every second, every minute. But you got to have your mind. I told this guy on the phone, I said, man, you got to have your mind made up. You got to have your mind not accepting nothing except I'm saved. My name is written in the Lamb Book of Life. He said, well, I don't really believe that then. I said, amen. I figured that from the start. I said, so what we need to do right now is you say the sinner's prayer with me. You need to be saved before you go to battle. And so we said the sinner's prayer. And he said, you know, I've never felt this way before. I, I wasn't saved. I said, amen. And I said, you are now. Well, I'd heard from him two or three times later. And the brother's just on fire. And I said, well, how about your life? Are you still tired of life? And he said, oh, God, no. He said, I feel like I've just started living. So I thought, you know, thank God for that. Amen. Amen. Now, out of seven veterans that called me with severe problems they had, I, I don't want to get into their problems, but it's, uh, it's normal that you have these kind of problems as a combat veteran. Medicine is good. I never down no medicines they're taking. I never down no therapy they were on. But I just added one more medicine to their menu. Jesus. I said, you got to have Jesus. You got to be saved. Then you give all that nightmares. You give the anxiety. You give that all to Jesus. When I got saved, I read in the Bible where Jesus says, bring it to me. Lay it at my feet. Well, he told the wrong person when he told me that. Because I just went up there and dumped it all right on the altar. Sack full. And that's where it's going to stay. Amen. God blessed me by taking away bad memories, bad thoughts, flashbacks. God took all that from me. And I know he can do it to other veterans if you're listening. You go on and do what they say you need to do. But don't forget, Jesus is your way out. Amen. Amen. Jesus is our way out for everything. Now I want to share a simple thing. If you watch TV or you hear a lot of people, nowadays the big thing is the red moons. Well, thank God for people that's got that knowledge. But I could care less about a red moon. I'm wanting to see Jesus. Amen. If I go before the red moon, thank God. 
If I don't, I'll see the red moon. And I don't understand none of that to start with. All I know is when I got saved, I put all my trust and put my faith in Jesus. Jesus knows I'm an old country boy. He knows what I've been through. And when I talk to the Lord, he talks to me right back. Amen. And I know we got to have something in common. Because I was raised with horses. I love horses. And I read in the Bible where he's going to have four of them. And we're going to come back on them. Amen. So you can't get no more country and simpler than that. But I want to share with somebody today that it's good to know all the knowledge and the wisdom that you can. I mean, I study and read books myself. But I want to share and show you something that you probably, a lot of people listening to me knows anyway. But after the 26th person that called me, I was praying and weeping, and I said, Lord, this task that I'm so unworthy for, you could have picked somebody else a lot more knowledgeable, a lot more charismatic, than me. Why me? And the Lord kindly spoke back to my spirit and said, because you're willing to let me do it through you. Amen. You know you're not perfect. And I've always known that. But after the 26th person, the Lord kindly led me to a scripture and it dawned on me the 26 people that I was allowed to lead to the Lord. The seven veterans, the two wives that I was allowed to lead, lead to the Lord on the phone, I put two and two together, and this is what I used. I could have used anything in this Bible. I could have got over into Revelations, and built out a big uh, line an hour long. But the simple thing is that I went to Romans 10 and 9. That's the scripture the Lord led to me from the 1st to the 26th. So I'm going to use it from 26 to whoever. If it works 26 times, it's going to work 46 times. If it's worked 46 times, it's going to work 146 times. And it says that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved to me this whole bible circles around that scripture if we don't, if somebody don't know that scripture, the rest of the Bible 
is going to be a mystery. Amen? You first got to know you've got to be saved. You first got to know you're lost. Jesus ain't lost. You know, I used to hear people say, I found the Lord. Well, he wasn't lost. We were. I didn't find Jesus. He found me. I was lost. But that one scripture, I realized, and I've read it a hundred times, how important that scripture was. 28 times. Never failed. It never wavered. There was no doubt. I could see God. I could see I would talk and try to explain things all the way up to the point of this scripture. But when I would say, Brother, I'm going to read you a scripture. Then I want you to pray with me. I could see God move when I said that, if you confess. You have to make a first step. In everything with God, I've learned, you've got to make a step. Then he'll take it from there. And I noticed on all these folks, after this scripture was read, I could feel in my spirit that their, their spirit and their eyes opened up. They understood what being saved meant. I could have sat and talked to them all day long. I could have told them everything from Genesis 1 to Revelations and skipped that one verse. But that one verse was so powerful and so important that when I would read that verse, God would take over, come into their heart. Uh, Alabama, Utah, Wyoming, uh, Texas, it, it amazed me when the last word are that you are saved. Jesus was there in their heart. He, can't, he won't force his way on you. He won't force his way for you to be saved. But if you confess and you ask him to come in your heart, he won't hesitate. So, rig ministry has been a great tool for this 28 salvations. And sometimes we don't see what God does. Sometimes we, we stand and we wonder, is this worth it or not? Sometimes we'll, we'll wake up and we think, is this day worth it? Seems like a wasted day. But we don't know what God has done through a tool. 
if Brig Ministry wasn't here, I'm not saying those 28 wouldn't be saved. But I can't say that they would be. So that makes Rig Ministry responsible for 28 souls. If they never done another thing, that's worth it right there. I can remember my life when I'd hear people say, you're not worth shooting. And that was my family. <laughs> but God said he is. And that family member says, you're going to be in prison the rest of your lifetime. You're 35 years old. And some of that would almost soak in. I would almost receive it. But Jesus said, you are. And when I said, Jesus come into my heart, he showed me that I was. We're all worth Jesus' love and grace. Amen. Without his grace, we wouldn't be nowhere. Can you imagine the Holy Spirit? The Bible says that the Holy Spirit draws you. Can you imagine somebody sitting on a porch in Marion and the Holy Spirit drawing somebody in Utah? over a CD they just heard. The Spirit drew them to listen to that CD and to call that number and to accept Jesus all in a flash. So that shows me how important through some of my stupidity, how important this ministry is how important that CD that was sent out. How important the man sitting on the back porch. How important that he answered the phone. We sometimes can't comprehend that. But we need to try harder and try more every day. Amen. I thank God for what he's done in my life, my family's life. I thank God for this ministry. I thank God for what he's done through this ministry that we'll probably never hear about till we go to heaven. There's probably people been saved through this ministry you'll never know. And that's what it's all about. This world we live in is going to hell in a handbag. But I ain't going with it. When Jesus comes, that's when I'm leaving here. They can vote for whoever they want, and they can do whatever they want, because I ain't going to be here. Amen? And I'm going to serve Jesus, come hell or high water, for it hair lifts the devil. I'm going to serve the Lord. Hallelujah. Period. Hallelujah. I'm not backing up. Satan might as well get out of my ear and get out of my face, because I... <clears throat> I might not be intelligent enough to think any other way. For what I'd been through to my life, and when I got saved, I'm just silly enough to believe when I read the Word of God 
and he says, by my stripes you are healed, I'm healed. Amen. He said it. If I confess with my mouth I'm saved, I'm saved. He said it. Now, I don't know the whole Bible. And a lot of it I don't understand. But I believe God knew there was going to be folks like me. And he's going to write it as simple as he can write it. And I'm going to read it for what it says. I'm not going to try to write a line in between two lines. I believe what he said. I believe he'll do. And I'm going to receive everything he said I'm entitled to. Amen. I want to close. Thank you today for allowing me to be here and uh, sing you a song and share with you a little bit. And I want to close with a prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you, Lord, that you're doing things we're not even aware of. And, Lord, again, I ask you to bless this ministry, rig ministry, Lord. I ask you to put a double anointing upon it. I ask you, Lord, for a, a, a higher outreach for it. I ask you, Lord, for peace and joy upon this ministry. I ask you, Lord, for the, for the attention and I ask you, God, to help Bob and ask you, Lord, to help them realize that, Lord, this is a very important tool for you, that you've called this, that you've you made this possible. Man didn't do it. God done it. And we don't take credit for it, Lord. We give it to you. And, Lord, when the, a Satan comes at us and saying, are you doing good or not, just look around and see what God has done, and realize that God does things that we're not aware of, that he's a good God, and we pray for grace and blessings and the anointing upon each CD, God. I pray that each one will be anointed with the fire of God, Lord, as they're placed and set around in this world. We thank you for it, Lord, and we're expecting greater things, Lord. Lord, I'm expecting to hear greater things and better things, Lord, and we thank you for it. I thank you for your salvation. I thank you for your blood, Lord, that you shed on the cross. I thank you, Lord, when you was dying on the cross that you could see me and that one day I need help, and I thank you for that help. I love you, Lord, with all my heart. And I thank you, Jesus, with all my heart. Now, Lord, bless each person that's here today. Bless and anoint each one that's here today. Stir us up, Lord, and help us to realize that we serve the King of Kings and that Jesus walks with us. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. This is a favorite song of mine. I was born and raised down in Missouri right in the middle of a cotton field. And I thought we had new crops every year. I didn't realize my dad changed a cotton field to cornfield the next year. So I thought we moved. <laughs> but my mama was a godly woman, had seven boys, and she made us go to church. She made us sit on the front. She made us get up and sing. At that time, I didn't know what... Uh, uh, I didn't know what alto and baritone, I didn't, we, we didn't know none of that stuff. All I knew is when we were singing, 
and I'm supposed to get higher than my brother. She'd reach over and get hit me in the back of the head. I knew that meant get higher than him. So we was raised in church, and we was raised singing in church and watching my mama and my grandma. My mama could get happy, and she could make 40 laps around that church before you could blink your eye. Now, she wasn't in church. She wasn't in good health, but she could sure do it in church. But I thank God for them days. I thank God that I was able to see that. I was able to see the moving and the Spirit of God move on people. And I thank God for that. I wrote a little song called Back Home in Missouri, and it goes like this. Back home in Missouri, we were taught about the Lord. In ways we're taught on Mama's knee that life was His reward. Now it worked from sun to sundown, most each and every day. And when we get home hot and hungry and tired, Mama help us all to pray. She'd say, Jesus is your Savior, child, don't ever let Him go. Put your life in His direction, reap just what you sow. Praise his name and praise his glory. He was for us that he died. He will lead us all to heaven if we walk by his side. How many times my mind goes back when I am feeling low to the good old days on Mama's knee and the times I used to know. Now she taught me from the good book when I might have gone astray And then she'd hold me in her loving arms And teach me how to pray And she'd say, Jesus is your Savior child Don't ever let him go Put your life in his direction Reap this what you sow Praise his name and praise his glory He was for us that he died He believed all to heaven if we walk by his side. He will lead us all to heaven if we walk by his side. If you died right now, do you know if you would go to heaven? If you were standing at the gates and the angel asked you, why should I let you into heaven? What would you say? Do you know the answer? There is only one answer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. Jesus is the doorway to heaven. Acts 2.21 says, It shall be that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. <laughs> because if thou shalt confess with thy mouth, Jesus is Lord, and shall believe in thy heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. That's Romans 10, 9. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. That's the way. That's the road map to get out of any situation that you're in, and that's to confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that. Anybody can do that. There might be somebody right now listening to this, and they might be ready right now to find their way out of this darkness that they're in, out of this pit. And if they'll just 
Pray a little simple prayer right now with me. God is going to save you. Just say, Heavenly Father, I invite Jesus Christ into my life as my Lord, as my Savior. I believe Jesus died for my sins. His blood was shed so that I could be forgiven. And I believe that he has been raised from the dead. I surrender my life to you, Jesus. And I accept you as my Lord from this moment forward. I receive the forgiveness of sin through your shed blood, Jesus. Take out my old heart. Lord, give me a new heart, a new spirit, a new life. And I will follow you with your help, by your grace, all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. When I look upon my life All the things that I have done Lord, I've paid some pretty prices For never backing up Now that I've had time alone And I've been through every page There's only one part of my story That I wish that I could change If I had it to do over I knew then what I know now I'd do anything I had to To get Jesus in my life Love would be the only reason For anything that I'd undo Cause if I had it to do Lord, I'd do it all for you bridges I have burned There are promises I've made And the one thing I have broken I'll have to carry to my grave When I stand before the throne Answer for my every deed The only thing I regret Is what I've done for you and me And if I had it to do over I knew then what I know 
do anything I had to For Jesus in my life If love would be the only reason For anything that I'd undo Cause if I had it to do Alright friends, we're going to end today's program with another song by Sherman Taylor, and I know you're going to enjoy it, and you give Sherman Taylor a call at 618-694-4855. Sherman lives in Marion, Illinois, and he travels all over the country singing and preaching the gospel, sharing his testimony. He'll be glad to come and... uh, minister with you so you give him a call or he's got a couple great cds out that he can send to you so give sherman a call right now as you listen to this song Send me an angel to carry. 
today's message and if you prayed that prayer and asked Jesus Christ into your heart then give us a call and let us know we look forward to hearing from you at 618-382-4622 now do us a favor and pass this CD on and share it with somebody you love and this is Chaplain Gary Rayburn and we'll talk at you later yes there's been a change I'm not the man I used to be love to tell everybody what happened to me. I felt so ashamed when I thought of my past. And I called his name, his chance, would it be my last? I saw Jesus hanging on that Oh,